0: to another emergency pff nfl daily today discussing matt ryan being traded to the indianapolis colts for a third round pick sam instant reaction on this pick the uh trade the 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 colts now have their quarterback
1: yeah and i think indianapolis is the right place for matt ryan to end up um this was the day this had to happen right because of uh, matt ryan's contract there was a a bonus that was about to, to get due So this is the day for them to ship him off and for it to be most palatable for the Atlanta Falcons. And obviously, this was something that was likely coming down the line, given how in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes the Atlanta Falcons were. Right At that point, it became pretty clear that Matt Ryan was probably on his way out sooner rather than later. Indianapolis is the place that makes the most sense. You have been at the forefront of dome versus outside, right? Matt Ryan is absolutely a dome quarterback at this point in his career. The last two seasons, his PFF grade indoors was almost 20 points higher than when it's outside, right? That is a massive discrepancy. And obviously the Colts play inside. That's the place to go. You do not want. I mean, Matt Ryan was being talked about in Cleveland. He was being talked about in Seattle. Like, those are places Ryan does not want to be playing at this point in his career. Get him inside. Let him do what he can do. And the Colts actually have a pretty good team around him. So, you know, we might get a little swan song from Matt Ryan.
0: I love it. I love when you do the research to uh, to back up my point, Sam, that Matt Ryan has been much better indoors. Of course, all those most of those games are at home, but that stuff really does matter. Just knowing that you're going to have pretty good conditions, plus you have the game in Houston, games in Jacksonville, generally not too bad, even though the Colts don't play well there. The games in Jacksonville, weather's not too bad. So that is a factor, I think, in Matt Ryan's uh, end-of-career run here. And the thing is, look, I, I think Matt Ryan's play has dropped off in, in recent years. Uh, but it's not it's not disastrous and he did grade better than Carson Wentz last season right he's still capable Uh, Matt Ryan's play has dropped off in part with the Falcons roster dropping off with the offensive line getting worse over the last couple years with Julio Jones battling injuries and then getting traded so I, I still come back to with the Colts can they do a better job now Uh, building some playmakers, getting playmakers around Matt Ryan, the thing that they needed to do around Carson Wentz. You have Michael Pittman really emerge last year as as their top receiver. Uh, They bring back Mo Alley-Cox at tight end. It's it's an okay receiving core. I think they could still do some more work there to make life easier for Matt Ryan, but this will be the best offensive line that Matt Ryan's going to play in front of in a while. Once they figure, they still have to figure out, you know, a couple pieces there, but the foundation is in place for the Colts. And, you know, Matt Ryan looks like he should be an upgrade over what they had in Carson Wentz last year. And a great even coach. At thir- even at 38 years old.
1: Yeah, and a great coach in Frank Reich as well. And I think the offensive line part, the pressure part, is a really important element in all this, right? I think one of the biggest things that affects quarterbacks the older they get is that pressure. And quarter- younger quarterbacks are better equipped to be able to deal with pressure than older guys. And when these quarterbacks, start to lose a little bit and can't necessarily navigate the pocket and move around as much as they used to where that starts to really suffer is their play under pressure. And this was true for Philip Rivers, you know, the last couple of years of his career, he was able to make miracles happen in San Diego for the majority of his career. And then all of a sudden got late in the career and just couldn't do the same things under pressure as he used to be able to, you go to the Colts, you get a reasonable season out of him towards the end. And then he retires Matt Ryan, is still grading really well from a clean pocket, right? Top 12, top 13 grade last season, a grade above 90 overall. Carson Wentz from a clean pocket last year had a grade of 75, right? Disastrous number relative to the rest of the NFL. So I think there is a pretty good chance that that kind of uh, supporting cast in terms of a good offensive line, which by the way, still needs a bit of work. It's not as good as it used to be or that it was right. a year ago. But a good offensive line in front of Matt Ryan with a good coach in Frank Reich, I think you could see a good year from him this season.
0: Look at this. We have we have uh, Skull Vikings in the chat here. Really hoping to see it was Baker to the Colts. What does this mean for Baker Mayfield? We have to tie everything into Baker Mayfield. But, of course. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, Baker's a factor here, right? If you're the Colts and you're trying to figure out your quarterback situation – I I kept saying Baker Mayfield was the best potential quarterback on the market. That was before I was anticipating Matt Ryan actually being available on the market. I do think Matt Ryan obviously has a better track record than Baker Mayfield. But even if you're talking about success in a one-off season, still probably safer than Baker Mayfield. What does it say that the Colts went to the Falcons to get Matt Ryan rather than to the Browns to get Baker? I think that certainty factor is what they're looking for. I mean, they are shooting for these
1: veteran quarterbacks that they think gives them a high degree of certainty so they can actually make the most of whatever window they believe they're in right now. The Philip Rivers deal was a reaction to that. The Carson Wentz deal was a reaction to that. And then this deal, it says, look, we, maybe Baker Mayfield has a higher ceiling at this point in his career but he also has a higher chance of this thing blowing up and us going nowhere. So I think if you're the Colts and Matt Ryan becomes available for a, you know, a mid-round pick, yeah, absolutely. Let's jump on board for that. I think that Indianapolis, because of the things we talked about for Ryan, was also a good destination for Baker Mayfield. Like I think it was a place that made sense for him to end up, but obviously that's not happening now that, uh, that they've made that move for Ryan. I don't know that Atlanta makes a ton of sense for, for Baker Mayfield. And actually... You're starting to run out of teams that do make a lot of sense for Baker Mayfield. And there was a report that apparently came from Adam Schefter. I only saw it secondhand, so I'm not sure exactly where he said it, but that Cleveland was talking to one team who was saying that they would need a pick to take Baker Mayfield's fifth year option off their hands, right? That to me is insane, but that's the kind of market you're talking about for Baker Mayfield. There is not, it's not a strong market anymore. You're going to have to, somebody's going to throw them a mid to low round draft pick and pick up Baker Mayfield and just, and that's the sort of, that's the deal, that's the marketplace he's got, he's got
0: right now. So this, um, <clears throat> it's fascinating that this opened up because I, I I don't even know if Indy makes the call until Atlanta starts shopping right. or shopping around for Deshaun Watson, right? I, I don't even think Indy looked at the landscape and was like, oh yeah, we'll be making an offer for Matt Ryan until Atlanta declared we could move on for Matt Ryan at the right price. I'm, I'm fascinated that Atlanta did this uh without getting Deshaun Watson they just did it right and said okay we're just gonna move on and give up a third rounder for a guy that's been with the franchise since 2008 now where does Atlanta go from here Felipe Franks is the quarterback left on the roster for the Falcons they joined the Panthers and the Seahawks as the two teams who absolutely need a quarterback right really don't have a guy um Seahawks have Drew Locke Panthers have Sam Darnold but you assume they're looking for someone else but Atlanta joins that mix do they go with the bridge quarterback like uh, Marcus Mariota, as the chat suggests? Or does this mean Atlanta likes somebody at eight? They're picking at eight overall. Two picks beyond. The Panthers are at six. The Falcons are at eight. And the Seahawks are at nine. Those three QB needy teams. Does Atlanta really like one of these QBs? Or Jimmy Garofalo.
1: I mean, that's the other domino True. that's that hasn't yet fallen. There was a report somewhere, I forget where I read it, that the 49ers had an offer of two second-round picks in hand for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, A, if that's true, they should take it immediately before it gets taken off the table, given some of the other deals that are going around. But B, kind of the only place left, right? They're not, it's not going to be Seattle because that's within the division. Maybe Carolina is desperate enough, but those are the two teams, right? It's Carolina and Atlanta at this point that could potentially be offering that realistically, so maybe that's, uh, maybe that's a, a, a domino that could still be falling. Jimmy Garoppolo needs to get out of San Francisco at some point, but yeah, like the, the Atlanta Falcons are now clearly, they've embraced this rebuild, the, the one that they kind of should have embraced from day one when this new regime came in. They, they made weird moves that sort of tied themselves to Matt Ryan for a while longer. They end up getting out from under that. They're eating the giant dead cap hit right now to be able to move on and, and grow this thing from the ground up. So they make sense to start from scratch. And whether that's a quarterback this year, whether it's a guy to just chew up the time until next year and come back for next year's draft class, that's, I think, up for a debate.
0: Yeah, I, I am interested in the, in the draft class, though, because it is the Panthers at 6, the Falcons at 8, the, the Seahawks at 9. One of those teams must want one of these. I mean, they're all at Kenny Pickett's Pro Day today, Sam. Obviously, they're all interested in Kenny Pickett, right? Aren't they all there? Uh, I I just don't know if one of those teams will like a quarterback enough or if Atlanta, did they do the math and just say, uh, yeah, we'll eat the money. Let's start. Let's take the third round pick. We're looking to the future. Let's take a shot at eight on somebody or let's slow play it and just understand, hey, it's not going to be a great season in Atlanta, uh, whether it is Mariota. I I don't think uh, uh, does Jimmy Garoppolo even make sense in Atlanta in the middle of a rebuild? Why you're just going from one last last year of a contract quarterback to another from Matt Ryan to Jimmy G. Probably not, but I think teams at this point are very reluctant to
1: just go into a season with nothing, though. like That's the that's the thing. Even if they are rebuilding, even if they started this whole thing, nobody wants to go into a season and say, hey, we have literally – like, Felipe Franks is going to be the quarterback this year. So you have to put something there. And if that something is a Marcus Mariota, if it's a couple of picks or a mid-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, whatever it is, like they just want a placeholder to be able to at least vaguely sell the idea – that this isn't going to be a complete misery of a season to the fan base.
0: Should the Falcons be in the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes here? Because, look, the thing that's attractive about Baker is we still don't really know what he is going forward. There's enough high ends that maybe you could buy into him being rejuvenated in a new place. Yeah, but the problem is,
1: like, look at the team around This is why the Colts made sense, because they had a team that could actually see something from Baker Mayfield that he was capable of showing. Like, Atlanta, that team is bad right now. There's, there's nothing there. They don't have a receiver, literally. Like Kyle Pitts is their only viable receiver and technically he's a tight end. Um, so the offensive line isn't great. Like half of that still needs major work. So you're going to throw Baker Mayfield into that situation and say, hey, you just stank it up in a great situation in Cleveland. Good luck out
0: there. I mean, maybe, it, but it doesn't feel like a great deal. All right, final word here. I think the Falcons still rebuilding. I think they'll look into the draft, but... If they have to sacrifice this season, not the worst thing in the world, I think, for their rebuild. From a Colt standpoint, Sam, this at least put them back in the uh, in the playoff conversation.
1: Yeah, the only problem is that the AFC has kind of moved on over the last couple of years, right? Like, the Colts had a good team, and were trying to find a quarterback capable of getting to the, big, to the playoffs. Now everybody else has got a great team, and you maybe still have a good team and are trying to get that quarterback to take the next step. Like, they might and probably should make the playoffs, but... I don't know how you beat Buffalo or Kansas City or Denver or the Chargers or any of these other super teams in
0: the AFC anymore. Make more power moves on the perimeter, Colts. More receivers, more tight ends. Make it life as easy as possible for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is officially an Indianapolis Colt for a third-round pick. It's an emergency. PFF, NFL Daily.